I was literally breaking up with my ex-boyfriend while you were getting engaged. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a ride. <laughs> and those were such separate events for me that it was like there was no part of me that was like, oh, I'm not happy for my best friend getting engaged right now just because I'm going through this. But I thought about it. I was like, oh my God, this must be awful. This is probably like terrible timing. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn. And today we have a very special episode because my best friend is in the building. Welcome Zola Polonese. I'm like, I don't even know if I should say your full name. <laughs> Zola, welcome to the studio. Thank you so much for having me. Of and course. Congratulations on this is your 51st episode now? No, we're long past that. Oh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but fair. Yes. Um, how does it feel being here? Because you watch me. Zola is not only just my best friend, she is also a vulnerable fan. Yes. Um, I need a name for my like listeners. Like, I don't know what to call you guys. <laughs> Vaughn heads, Vaughn, Vaughn, vulnerable vixens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's a vulnerable vixen and she puts the episodes on her TV sometimes. So I do. You've, you've seen this. Like, I know this setup. It feels like a take your daughter to work like, <laughs> and you're my mom in this. <laughs> now you're on the couch. Yeah. Welcome. Thank um, you. Very cute. So we're going to talk about female friendships today. Very fitting. Yes. But before we talk about angelic, beautiful women and how powerful we are in our friendships, I wanted to talk about how disgusting men are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> did you see my close friend story yesterday? Yes, I did. Guys. Are you scarred? I am. So um, I was in my apartment, minding my business in the middle of a work day, as one does, and I heard yelling. And I mean, this guy above me like yells pretty frequently. Like uh -oh. I usually hear him yelling or like I hear a girl with him and I assume they're watching a TV show or like watching sports. Don't know. But yesterday, this yell was like an abnormal yell. And it wasn't sexual at all. That's going to be important later. Um, and so I go to my room and I look up because there's like a little nook out <laughs> that juts out from our apartments and they're floor to ceiling windows. So you can see the person above you or below you from the nook, like from the bedroom, whatever. I go in the bedroom. I look up and I see this man aggressively off directly into the windows. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting at his desk. Marty face. <laughs> you weren't expecting that one, were you? Sitting at his desk, looking at like his monitors. Ew. Aggressively off. And I was like, at first I looked up and I was like, I thought like, I was like, oh, he's just like adjusting. Like, I was just like, hmm, am I actually seeing this right? And then I stood there for a second. I was like, wait, what the? Did you make eye contact? He probably saw me. Uh, I honestly <laughs> feel like this was a kink. Like he must have been getting yeah. off on people like watching him because the people across the building across from us, you can see, you can see everything in their apartments. So I know they can see everything in ours. So he has to know that too. And he's in the corner, like window here for this building, other window here for out to what I saw. Ew. And I was like, the way he yelled too, was like a very, it felt like a sports team kind of yell. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Like he was watching a football game and like his team missed a catch or something. Like he was like, oh, and then he like, I heard like banging on the like on my ceiling. So you think he's running around after? So I, I truly <laughs> don't know what was going on. It didn't sound enjoyable oh. and I am scarred for life. So that is what happened to me yesterday. 
I, yeah. At least he was in the privacy of his own home, I guess. I guess. But, like, I kind of want to leave him a note and just, like, anonymously slip it under his door and be like, hey, you know your neighbors can see you jacking off, right? Do it. I might. Because <laughs> I'm sure that's not the first time. It's just no. the first time I've heard a yell and thought, like, let me go see what's going on. Because it sounded, like, concerning. It sounded like someone fell. Yeah. And you were just going to be like, oh, I'll save him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting to find, but it definitely sure as hell wasn't that. Oh. Yeah. Have you ever um, (laughs) encountered? I've encountered my fair share of like subway drama where it's just like, oh, there's butt. Oh, there's like some other stuff. Okay. In terms of the safety of my own home, like no one ever crosses that line. It was violating. And then I was like, wait a minute. If I can see him, if I'm standing in my nook, the people below me can see me. Yeah. But that's where my bar card is. So I would never stand in that nook. You also close your blinds, I assume, for like privacy reasons for anything else i don't know what he was doing i literally heard him on a work call right after this so i'm like he's just jacking off in the middle of the day and take in between zoom calls (laughs) go ahead (laughs) busy guy (laughs) yeah so um that's what happened yesterday but it's a hard pivot to female (laughs) and women would never do this yes yes moral of the story (laughs) um to wrap that story up women are better than men no um so let's talk about our friendship because okay. I don't think people know. I'm trying to think about what identifiable things I've said about you on the podcast because I was like, my best friend just got engaged. This is that best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and then I mentioned you by name. So yeah, anytime I've mentioned my best friend, guys, it was her. I was talking about her. <laughs> because other times I'll be like, oh, my best friend from college or like my friends from home yeah. or like my old roommate, best friend. Yeah. Anyways, um, no, we've been best friends since. 2012, when I approached you at the bus stop. Yeah, 11 years. <laughs> yeah, you approached me. I was so I flattered. Was like, oh, hi. <laughs> I was feeling really, I don't know, like confident that day. I'm yeah. usually not an approacher when it comes to friends, but I just saw you and apparently knew you were going to be an important person <laughs> in my life. We did hit it off. It, it feels like dating. Like, yeah, it like, is. It's going to work out and like... Uh, it did, thankfully. We're together yeah. forever now. <laughs> Stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point, though. I think it does feel like dating. And a lot of people asked, because I put, like, what do you guys want to talk about for female friendships? Yeah. People always ask, like, how to make the friends. It's hard. Yeah, it is hard. And I also think, like, in a city, like, we moved here from Georgia. So, like, we went to college together, if you guys don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you would. We went to college <laughs> together, and the bus stop was a college bus stop. Yes. Um, But... It's hard to make friends in a big city, especially if you're, like, in a weird job. Like, you – I mean, you work a regular corporate job where you can, like, make work friends. Yeah. But – Too old for work friends now. (laughs) Now I have have my real friends. It's like, okay, cool, your work. These are my friends. Separation. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's true about age. I never thought about it like that. Because, like, when I first moved here, obviously, I met my old roommate, best friend, Casey, at work. But it's, like, when you're younger at the office, it does feel more – Wow, I never thought about that because I just stopped working at an office. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you grow up and you're like 35, I guess you're not trying to like go have happy hour with your coworkers. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like once work starts encroaching on your other time, it's just like, oh, no, clear nine to five. I have a different life outside of this and I don't need this. Yeah. But like the most respectful way. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah. And also everyone spends so much time at work already. Like yeah. it's not. We're exactly. not trying to keep doing that. But Damn. fresh out of college, it's like that's all you have. And this is like your one common ground. And it's much easier to rely on that. Yeah, I'm not really the authority on how to make friends after college. I feel like you should have made some really good ones in high school and college. I'm 
no expert here either. I have no new friends. I don't remember the last time I made a new friend. Okay. I am making an effort though, which I wasn't before because I've met a lot of like fun girlies in this yeah. creative influencer space that I actually genuinely like and are my age. So it's like that I'm going out of my way to actually commit and be intentional about like making plans and making friend dates. I told you I was going on friend dates. Yes, you were busy that week. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm back to back. <laughs> I accidentally scheduled like three friend dates in one week when I was trying to just do like one, one a week, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got burnt out. And then I'm like, this is why I don't make new friends. <laughs> well, especially when it's just like in the talking stage, it's like it requires effort, requires time and it's legitimately like dating. Yeah. That's why I try to like hang out with people that I feel like I already yeah. like their energy. Like it's not an exhausting thing like dating is to be like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. It's like we already kind of have some sort of a base, some sort of a like connection. Yes. Like when I went out with Raven from Love is Blind, she obviously we have the reality TV connection. But also she like just moved here. She's 30. Like she, yeah, it was, there was just a lot of things in common. So it didn't feel Force. laborious. Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I didn't help. Um, how to make friends for everybody else. I think put yourself out there. Yeah. That's it. Like there's people that you know, there's friends of a friend that your friend knows or like your boyfriend's friend his girlfriend. Like, you have a lot of friends like that. Yeah. When I moved to LA for that brief stint, <laughs> the, the worst way of my life friends was basically, oh, you know someone? Cool. I trust them. I will be friends with you automatically kind of thing. And then, yeah, like, we've maintained those friendships despite, like, moving back here kind of, like, throughout the months. And it's been like, oh, this was nice. I'm glad the mutual helped lead to this. Yeah. But I even mean now, like, you have friends that are, like, Adam's friends girlfriends or fiancés all emily's yeah <laughs> oh my god guys she is friends with so many girls named emily and it's now a running joke in our group chat because anytime she says she's doing anything i'm like are you with, with emily <laughs> triggered by the word emily um but you like because adam has a lot of friends so many so many friends. but luckily i like all of their significant others too so it's like very easy that is lucky yeah <laughs> Um, speaking of maintaining friendships, though, I feel like that's an important topic because people were asking me about like long term friendships like people. Well, what's your longest? I know who your longest friend is, but like you don't have to say them by name. But like how many years have you been friends with your longest friends? Kindergarten. So. Okay. So like 20 years. Whatever the math is, yeah. Because <laughs> you're like six again. Like every birthday dinner you go to, you see the same friends annually. And it's like, oh. <laughs> same with <laughs> me. Different stages of life. Sorry. Yeah, same with me. That's why with my like 30th birthday, it was like all of my friends might be from different places, but you guys already knew each other because yes. I've been friends with like my youngest friend, as in youngest friendship, probably like 10 years old. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Bachelor Girls. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like that's the newest friend groups that I've made. Um, but I think sometimes it gets hard to maintain a friendship when like the effort is mismatched. I agree. Or when one person, this is a lot of people said this, when one person gets a boyfriend and then starts like kind of ditching the other friend. So I'm trying to think about how to navigate that because like, Part of me thinks it's a little bit of an insecurity on the single friends, like, part, yeah. to be honest, because I was literally breaking up with my ex-boyfriend while you were getting engaged. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a ride. <laughs> and those were such separate events for me 
that it was like there was no part of me that was like, oh, I'm not happy for my best friend getting engaged right now just because I'm going through this. But I thought about it. I was like, oh, my God, this must be awful. It's probably like terrible timing. Like, I, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't. You did a know. good job about separating. Thank it. you. Yes. But like it just they were so, so separate to me that I just feel like if I had been like it'd be one thing if I was in a bad mood. Like, because I was just sad or something. Like, if I was just holding back tears, cool. Yeah. But, like, it's another thing to be, like, weirdly envious. Like, I'm just not envious of any of my friends like that. And I feel like if you have, like, a green little monster in there somewhere for any of your friends, like, that's something you need to look inward about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We have a very healthy relationship. We do. <laughs> but and also, fortunately, you like Adam, so it makes it a lot easier. And he likes you, too, so... The three of us splitting a burger is very easy. It okay, that actually <laughs> is true, um, which is what I was going to say about like, oh, when your friend gets a boyfriend and like leaves yeah. you behind. I think, so I'm not just blaming the single person. The person that gets a new boyfriend too should also still continue to make an effort yeah. with your friend. Like don't ditch all your friends just because you got a new boyfriend. I get it. It's exciting. We've all been there. But your friends were there for you before yeah. they came along. And yeah, it takes a little bit more effort to get out of your little relationship bubble and call your friend or text your friend back. But I just feel like that's super fucked up when people do that. There's space for everyone. Like, I don't think your significant other needs you 24-7. Like, you can take a breather and <laughs> spend time with your friends. It's like healthy. <laughs> well, you would hope yeah. that they would be doing that too because they had friends before yeah, they exactly. met you. And I think that's what helps, like, especially with Adam having so many friends. It's like, oh, go to dinner. It's okay. We'll be fine. See you later. True. But a lot of people, I think, when it's especially insane. in the first part, yeah. like three months or whatever of the relationship are so codependent that like, like, it just reminds me of Sex in the City when Carrie's like, starts dating big and everyone's like wow we haven't seen you in months I'm like what the fuck <laughs> she's like yeah sorry i've been meaning to call i'm like that's horrible oh, yeah no it's bad yeah i don't know i feel like if that's the situation that's happening how to navigate it would be just communicate what you're feeling Absolutely, like don't yeah. come at your friend like in a hostile angry way obviously if you are pissed off fair but i would say just let them know like hey this kind of hurt my feelings. Yeah. Can we try to do better going forward kind of thing? And if you have a friend that's actually a decent person and like a good friend to you, I feel like nobody's going to take offense to that. I would never take offense. I would feel so badly. And then I'd also be kind of honored. I'm like, oh my God, you miss me that much. We can hang out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think, I mean, like you just said, we have healthy, a healthy yeah. friendship. But a lot of people have um, some toxic friendships. Yeah. I think that also happens when you're younger. Like if you're not – like if you're new to relationships and maybe if you're like in high school and college, sure, and you're not able to balance. But when you're older, like at our age, it's like you've gone through enough life. You should be able to have multiple people. That's true. Yeah. And I also think that because we've been friends for so long, for me, it's very stable. Like it's it's a – it's almost like attachment styles. It's like we are secure in that I don't have abandonment issues thinking like, yeah. I, I, I don't think you're going anywhere. <laughs> so it's like, I don't feel like if I don't hear from you for a week, I'm like, oh my God, like she's mad at me. Like, what did I do wrong? Whatever, whatever. And I think that does come with age because I feel like in college, high school and college, I was definitely one of those people that got like super, super, super close with people, like obsessively close yeah. with people. And not saying that's a bad thing, but it's just not like that anymore. I don't know if I aged out or what, but it's just like, I'm not like that with anybody anymore. Well, you're really secure in yourself now. And I feel like when you're younger, you're kind of like, how do I find myself? And it's just like all of this 
floating around and you tether yourself to this one person Perhaps. for your identity. <laughs> <laughs> As a Libra, that's how I felt. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't do the beginning of the episode. What's oh. your What's your sign? How old are you? And where are you originally from? I'm Zola, a Libra, <laughs> and I'm originally from Long Island, but I know you by way of Georgia, where I lived for 11 years. Yes. Wow. Oh my God. I'm sorry, guys. She's a Libra. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. I feel like even if I forget, the sign always comes out in the middle of the episode somewhere. My friends from kindergarten, we just hung out like two, three Saturdays ago, and like two of them have kids, and it's like, this is such a wild moment to see like from birth essentially oh my god I was you just guys talking kids about that. running around like, I was just talking about that because um when I went to Austin and met Megan's kid um and Lizzie it's just like it's so weird and cool yeah to see people that you grew up with now having raising a child um which makes me think about like different stages of, in friendship like if your friends at a different stage than tough. you yeah it's kind of like where where do you it's hard to navigate the friendship like that because obviously all of us are at different stages in life like yeah. we're all in different places doing different things whatever and that doesn't mean you can't still be friends but i do think if one friend is still in the i go out every night and get hammered phase while another kid another friend kid. Yeah, <laughs> another friend is like at 7 p.m putting their kid in the bathtub it's just very different. Yeah. Um, how is that for you with your friends? Because I feel like you have plenty of friends All in different, different stages. Yeah. yeah. I think what because I've known them for so long, it's just like we have that stability in which we're like, it's okay if we don't talk for two weeks. We'll still be there for each other in whatever capacity we need. But then like when it comes to the stages and when we hang out together, it like almost doesn't matter. It's like, oh, we're right here. It doesn't matter if you have a kid. Like they're not here right now where they are. <laughs> like, like I think it comes so naturally. Like it's fine. Yeah. I agree with that because I feel like the people, the friends I've known for that long, yeah. it's like at this point, you're family and you don't have to talk to your family every day to exactly. still remain close. Yeah. It's literally just like this. Every time I go home to Atlanta and see my friends – it's like we get together, we're all, it's all exactly the same. Yeah. And I send everyone enough TikToks to let them know that I'm thinking about them. <laughs> so it's like, no matter what, like we're there. Yeah. It's our group chat is the string that holds us together. Because yeah. we don't really talk individually like that so much anymore. And like I was thinking about this last night when I was actually on the way to the liquor store to get this wine. <laughs> I was walking and I was like, oh, I just want to talk to somebody on the phone for like 15 minutes. And then I was thinking about all my friends that I wanted to call. And I was like, well, I'm not going to call you because I didn't know what you were. I figured you were like at home cooking with Adam or something. And like, I was going to see you tomorrow. So I was like, whatever. Exactly <laughs> and then what I, doing. I, knew it. <laughs> I knew it. And then I called Lizzie and she's like with her kid and at dinner with Caleb. And then my sister's studying for a test. And then Camilla was like making dinner with somebody. And I was just like, this is we're all at different stages in life. And nobody yeah. can answer at 6 p.m. on a weekday. <laughs> No, I'll give it up. Serena did answer. She was about to hop on a plane. Oh. <laughs> but we talked for a little minute. And then I called my old trustee, my mom. Okay, that's just like I normally default to my mom. <laughs> my mom always answers. We yeah. were chit-chatting and then watched The Golden Bachelor. My mom's at that stage where she sees my name and she's like, 
picking and choosing <gasps> when she answers, which is weird. Wait, like, you're like supposed to be to her do life. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're the only child. I know. Your mom's screening your In call. fairness, it's because she's working. Okay. <laughs> Fair. She, yeah. It's like noon on a weekday. That is hilarious. Okay, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll do some advice. Oh. Okay, a couple of you guys wrote in and asked for advice. So we're going to do that now. This one I really liked because it's talking about, I guess, navigating hurt feelings. So she asked, what are some successful ways that you've navigated hurt feelings by your friends and having hard conversations? What are you about to say? <laughs> I'm just like, you're very direct. So like we approach this very differently. That is true. Okay. How do you approach it? If I let something it fester, <laughs> I really think about it. And then I'm like, I get nervous right before the conversation, write it out. And then it's like, you have to communicate essentially. An honest queen. We love it. Yeah. Um, I try not to let things fester. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because my friendships are important to me and I feel like if you're an important person in my life, I'd rather just nip it in the butt. Like I would rather just handle it so that we don't have to have this drag on and like be a long thing that turns into a potential friendship breakup. Like, I don't want that. If I care about you, I want to talk about it so we can squash it. So that's why I'm so direct about it. I mean, I am a direct person in general, <laughs> as you know. Um, but successful ways I've navigated, I think I'm so much better at writing things out. Yeah. You too. Like, it's so much easier for me to write things out and organize my thoughts in the notes app, on paper, whatever, before I say it. So I feel like that's a really good way for me to get everything out that I need to say. And I also can <laughs> um, course correct because sometimes like I'll just write everything out and then I'll be like, okay, let me reel that part in before I send the text yeah. or like let me cut that line out because it's unnecessary. Um, and then just own your feelings and always come from a place of love. Like don't attack your friend if you care about them. Um, so I feel like I guess, for example, like one of my friends from home, there was something that happened when I went home for – last time I went home, I went to her house. There was like an incident that happened, made me really uncomfortable. And I felt weird about it. And she felt weird about it, but then we didn't say anything. <laughs> and then the next day, I was like, I just want to say something because I don't want this to turn into a whole thing. You didn't want it to just go away. <laughs> I'm not a Libra. <laughs> Um, and so I typed her out like a whole paragraph message and I was like, Hey, this made me feel some type of way. I would appreciate going forward if this didn't happen. I wish you had done this instead kind of thing. And she replied like, also, she's not a conversational person at all. Yeah. So her immediate response is like, I'm so sorry. Not that I don't think she meant like, didn't mean it, <laughs> but like, she's the type to be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like yeah. I didn't mean to whatever squashed, which I feel like that could have turned into something weird later on because obviously these are I'm gonna see them again like when I go home forever <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so I feel like that's kind of how I navigate it because I'm always I feel like I do take that role too like I'm always the one that's gonna bring it up <laughs> yes <laughs> and everybody knows that but on my birthday you were the only person there that was like hey do you want to talk about what happened <laughs> Oh, yeah. I felt so awkward. <laughs> Which uh, was surprising that you were the one that Thank said that. Thank you so that. much. I've evolved. Yeah. I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> but I think it's because of security. Like, I feel like you and I have such a secure relationship where it's like, 
I want the best for you. And if I can tell something's off, like, why wouldn't I just come to you and ask you? Yeah. So I guess it does depend on your degree of friendship with someone in terms of how you approach it. Because not everyone's going to be comfortable with that conversation. True. Yeah. I think I think that's the root of it. Most people are really, really uncomfortable with confrontation. Yeah. Whether that's like their friend, their boyfriend, their mom, whatever. Like people don't like confrontation. And I think I got over that at an early age yeah. or I never had that problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my mom is a very direct person also. And so I think I've just never known anything different. So then when people are like, wow, you really, you're, you really go in there. I'm like, oh, is that not normal? <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'm fine being that person because I would rather all of I think a lot of my friends, and maybe this is not a coincidence, are not confrontational. That makes sense. I think females in general aren't confrontational. They're not like it's like a wide generalization, but yes. it's kind of we were like positioned to be a little quainter. Fair. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Um, but have you ever had like a friend that you had to break up with? Like, that sounds weird, but, like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, we'll call it, like, a break instead of a breakup. <laughs> okay. But it comes into, like, the seasonality of friendships and, I think, ultimately relationships where it's, like, some seasons are so good. You guys are, like, on the same page. And then, like, sometimes it's just, like, a little dead and you guys are totally on different pages and you kind of recognize that. But you know, once again, you'll still be there for each other. Mm. And so that's why, like, I don't think I've ever really had a breakup. I think it's just, like, space. Yeah. yeah. I think that also ties into age and maturity because I feel like when you're younger, like you have these blow ups, like the friendships are kind of toxic. You fight, <sighs> yeah. you break up, like it's very <laughs> dramatic. Yeah. Everything's so dramatic. So I feel like I haven't had a friendship breakup since like high school. I agree. And you were also fighting over different things in high school. Yeah. Like right now, there's not really much to fight about. Like there isn't much overlap. We're all secure in who we are. It's like if we're fighting, it's mainly from like, oh, I must have hurt you accidentally. It's right. very hard to do something on purpose unless you're just like a bad friend. <laughs> like, True. But I think, I don't know. We're just thinking about ourselves, but I think I a lot of people have really toxic friends. No. <laughs> no, they do. People have really weird frenemy toxic relationships. Yeah. I feel like it's totally fine to break up with a friend if you feel like, if anytime you're around them, they make you feel like shit. Like some people have friends that genuinely, they're like, well, I've just, I'm just so loyal because I've been friends with her for so long and I, I feel really weird. But like every time I'm around her, she kind of like puts me down and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's a big kicker when you're saying it's like the length of a friendship definitely determines like your best path forward sometimes. Yeah. People will hang on because of the loyalty and like, oh, well, yeah. we've been friends since kindergarten or our moms are friends or whatever it is. But it's like there's a, there's a term for this in romantic relationships too. I can't remember what it's called. It's like in like the amount of time that you invested makes it hard for you to break up with them. I don't know. That sounds like math. No, there's there's some <laughs> there's a technical term, but anyway. Um yeah, I just feel like I don't know. Anytime anybody, any relationship is making me feel bad about myself consistently, it's like that's you need to look take a look at yourself and yeah. figure out why you want to hang around that. <laughs> but I have not had to break up with a friend in a I don't know, really, really long time. I can't think of anything. But I, it is, it's very, I think, easier now to just remove yourself from the situation and create space, like you said. Yeah. It's like, okay, if I don't like being around you anymore, I'm just going to take a step back. And it's it's obvious. It's like when you're talking to a guy and they just all of a sudden start being distant. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very obvious. <laughs> um, okay, this 
person wrote in and said that she's hurt because she introduced two of her friends and now they hang out without her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. I can be a jealous friend in that way. Not jealous of my friend, but jealous if my friends exclude me. (laughs) And I doubt these people are doing it on purpose. But like if you introduce two of your friends, you would think about Okay, I would think about like the hierarchy. Like I'm like, (laughs) if I introduced friend A and friend B, friend A should be closer to me and friend B should be closer to me than they are to each other. In my mind. Yes. Right? But like in reality, they could really hit it off and become closer friends than you or just like live closer together or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like that is hard to see though because then it's like, well, why wouldn't they invite me? Because I'm the reason they know each other. Yeah, it's hard not to take that personally yeah it's like i'm the glue that's holding us the glue that's exactly what it is (laughs) but like if it happens naturally then that's just the way it is and like do you really want to force yourself in there and like if you're not even wanted (laughs) damn (laughs) (laughs) they don't want to hang out with you like (laughs) i would say try not to take it personally yeah um yeah that's really all i can say try not to take it personally it might not have it probably doesn't have anything to do with you as a person they still are both your friends and you can invite them both to hang out like as a group yeah i also would just ask probably at some point just like hey i noticed that you're hanging out with so and so a lot without me can i can i come can i (laughs) yeah true you could also communicate and be like hey miss you yeah wish we could next time you and so and so hang out like would love to be included (laughs) yeah yeah, that makes me think of um, me, you, and Adam because <laughs> I was thinking about when somebody asked um, when your friend is in a relationship and you're not, like, how to navigate that. Yeah. And you do a really good job of including me. Like, obviously, I'm not going to do everything you and your fiance do together. <laughs> but, like, it's not weird if the three of us go out. No. And I think that's, like, the person in the relationship's job to also, like, include you because I don't mind being a third wheel. And you don't mind having me there. So then it's like we get to still hang out and I yeah. still feel like I'm part of it. And like that's why I've gotten close with Adam. And it's like if it's a new person in your life, include your friend. I think we're very lucky in that situation. <laughs> like I don't know if everyone could say that. But it's also like you add to the relationship when you are there. It's not like you're just, you know, a wet rag. You like add to the conversation. You talk to him. It's never like anyone is being left out when we do hang out together. And it's like, yeah. But Why I think that's on out? on the person in the couple because yeah. some couples make it really weird for a third person to be there. And it's like, okay, obviously I'm not going to want to hang yeah. out if you guys are making out next to me. No. So I would say if you're in a couple, make sure your friend feels included and not just in a half-assed you're doing it for show kind of way. Like actually include them and don't make it weird. And then if you're the single person, make it obvious, like known that you don't mind hanging out with them. I think you do a good job of that too. You're clearly like, ah, oh, I can hang out. Like I'm free. Like, don't worry. I don't mind. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, she doesn't mind, Adam. She come. <laughs> what are you guys doing? I'm available. <laughs> yeah. True. Okay. Um, I feel like we covered a wealth of topics on female yeah. friendship. Um, I like to ask all of my guests one final question. Let's hear it. You knew this was coming. <laughs> Is there anything you want to be vulnerable about today? Let's see. I usually give people a heads up, so sorry. But you listen to the episode, <laughs> yeah. so I feel like you knew it was coming. Well, I came in with one thing in mind, but now that like we're talking about female – not now, though. I knew it was female friendships. I feel like it should stick to that trend. No, I want to know what the other thing was. 
<laughs> it's about wedding planning because that's like top of mind. Okay. Just like Honestly, everyone, like Abigail said, that it was supposed to be like the happiest time of your life, but it's also the most overwhelming time of your life. Yeah. But that's when like, honestly, the friendships have come into play because it's like I can come to each and every single one of my friends individually and hear a unique perspective that makes me feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that ties it together. Yeah. But no. Yeah. It. I mean, it makes me sad that you're like so stressed over it already. I want everyone to be happy. I know you do. Know. <laughs> That's what makes me happy. <laughs> you get to come. You get to come. You get to like. I know. But like, okay, I guess the wedding is the one time where like you can be selfish and be like, okay, I want to be happy with my I know you can't turn it off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But you can't think about everyone. There's like hundreds I can, of people. And I will. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but I appreciate everyone's patience because I feel like it's been top of mind every time I'm talking to someone. So everyone in my friend group has been like very supportive. I mean, you're not being annoying. It's not like you're being bridezilla yet. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. We're only a, I mean, how long has it been? A month since yeah. you got engaged? Yeah. Only a month. You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to figure it out immediately. And like, obviously, I've never been engaged or planned a wedding. So I get that you're like, okay, I want to have it handled. Yeah. And you're trying to save for a house and everything else ties together. But like, you have time. I feel like you have time to figure it out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I'll tell myself that at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Should I be vulnerable now that you're here? Yes. <laughs> tell me a secret. I actually didn't think about it. You know all my secrets. I know. <laughs> um, I... I guess I'll just say that I, I mean, and you know this, appreciate you a lot because obviously my breakup's been top of mind for me and I feel a lot better. <laughs> like I genuinely feel so much better in the past couple of weeks and I feel like I can attribute that to like how supported I was in the first couple of weeks and you had a big part to do with that, obviously. Um, so I feel like that combined with just letting me allowing myself to like feel all the feels and be sad or whatever whatever like that helped me I feel like get to where I'm at right now because I've never not saying I'm completely over it but I'm just saying I've never felt fi this fine this soon after a breakup yeah I'm probably gonna have to cut that out <laughs> <laughs> but like I I've never felt so okay so quickly and that also might have to do with like I've gone through a lot of breakups before yeah. and now, like you said, I'm secure in myself and I know I'm going to be fine by myself and I am fine and happy by myself. So it's kind of like, okay, this isn't the end of the world kind of thing. Um, but obviously you've been there <laughs> from start to finish yes. since I got back from Canada, listening to all my woes for the entire <laughs> relationship. <laughs> I was there to support you. And you were sure. there through the breakup <laughs> and you let me talk so much until I was blue in the face about everything. Um, so I love you. I appreciate you. I love you too. <laughs> okay, cheers. Thank you for being here. Cheers. Thank you for having me. What a fun topic. Um, everyone, if you guys want to watch this on YouTube, we are at Vulnerable Pod. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Chelsea Vaughn, at Chelsea Vaughn underscore on TikTok. Do you want the people to follow you? <laughs> sure, go for it. Yeah, plug your stuff. <laughs> I'm just on Instagram under Z Polonese. Yes. P-O-L-Y-N-I-C-E. If you want to find her, you can find her on my page. Yeah. She's going to tag photos. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's it. Cool. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Love you. See you next episode. <laughs>